The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studio. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Tough. Hour number two. Again, we do want to kick in and say thank you and welcome to the folks from Sandhills Global, the official sponsor of Old School with DPJ Foreman. Uh, Sandhill Global is hiring. Check out Sandhills Jobs. Sandhills.jobs for more information. Openings in hundreds of spots and sales. Traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Apply today at www.sandhills.jobs. That's .jobs, not .org, not .com, .jobs. Get to hundreds of jobs. You're looking for something to do, right? <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of jobs. Uh, that brought hundreds. back that brought back memories. My grandma was like, "You look. You, you say you're bored. You're looking for something to do? Oh, okay." <laughs> Hundreds of jobs. Yeah, you can go all you can go all back and back and pull some weeds. Hundreds yeah. of jobs. Well, you did that too. Wow, that's all right, Rico. Okay. You got that. All right. So, and again, you guys can text us. Um, there's several ways to reach us today. Either on Facebook, you can go on the Facebook live chat and hit us up there. You can go to the YouTube, Twitch, Streamyard. All of that is available on the TicketFM.com. You can. Just click watch live or, or listen live. You can do that, or you can text in uh, 402-999-4620. That's 999-4620 um, if you want to text in. And we will take your questions, uh, read your comments, and other will hit us with a what's up, and uh, we'll get to it. Jay, we were talking about it during the break, and this is what drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. And – there's so much information that will simplify things for the fan base, right? Make them more informed, make them more uh, engaged. The, the, the emergence of Alante Brown as a, as a possible factor in the receiver room. And you said a thing that just, I was like, what? Yeah, I think he was, uh, he was emerging last year. Um, just because of his personality and he, and he, and you know, he's a good kid, you know, and he loves football. He's he's from Chicago, um, you know. And then I think he got dinged up a little bit, so um, you know that kind of can you know stymie your your you know your rhythm and your you know send you know you ascending up the depth chart, and then obviously with the with the plays. So I think that um, I mean I like I said I haven't been down there, haven't been around the team, so I just from the little things they said, or I guess what maybe Scott said that for him taking ownership in that. Uh, that receiver room or with that group or having a good off season. That's, that tells me two things. One, he's healthy. 
Two, he's embraced competition. Three, um, it, it, the substance is meeting up with the with the person, right? So that's a good thing. Um, you could question, you could say, in the receiver room last year, you had production. Well, I would say Tory was probably a decent leader, but he, you know, he just got here. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides him, you had more production, and you needed more leadership, right? And that's one through eight or whatever is playing and you know Alante was running down on kickoffs Mm -hmm. um if you go back and watch and so he was when you talk about a guy that's when we talk about the travel roster a guy that's you know you want to go up the depth chart you want to gain the respect you want to do all the things you want to do you need in order to get over the hump you need more guys like that that are football players that are hey look you know I want to go play football um, and I'm going to earn my stripes and wait for my turn. So now it's his turn. Look, I mean, he's got just as good a chance as everybody else. He's going to fit into the scheme. Um, he can, you know, he's going to, you know, I'm sure he's going to try his damnedest to, you know, fit, you know, do his thing on special teams. But um, just looking at his body type, he's, you know, he's built pretty solid, 5'10", 5'11". I don't know what it, what it is. He can run. He's got short area quickness. And with that, he's shown the ability to break a few tackles. So, and now all he needs is experience. So that's what spring ball is for. Uh, that's what the uh, you know the you know learning the plays and being in the film room is for, and then that's what the summer's for, and that's what fall camp's for, and then you got to get out there and just make your way. It's not an overnight process with a guy that has never played, but it's more or less uh, taking advantage of your opportunity. And as of right now, that's what he's doing. How how hard is it for somebody like himself who hasn't really gotten in the game as a wide receiver to take a leadership role in the receiver room with guys who have played more at that position than he has? Uh, it's not. Because if he's a worker and he's a guy that you have respect, you know, that has respect of his of his uh, teammates, then he can say anything he wants. I mean, there's guys that have been like uh, – so, for instance, Clint Brown, right, when I was a freshman, um, was behind Troy Dumas, who was uh, all – I think we were big eight, all big eight, and then he got drafted by Kansas City, you know, great linebacker. Tr- uh, you know, Clint was a leader. Aaron Penland was a leader. You got two guys that were just special teams guys, backup linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um so, so just because your production is there doesn't necessarily mean that you're a leader. So he can do it because, you know, he's an, he's an alpha. He ain't backing down. I mean, that kid ain't going to back down from you. you I mean, that's one thing. He ain't going to do He ain't going to back. That's one thing I know about him factual. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to back down. So um, him being a leader is not anything foreign to me because you got to think that, yeah, you got Trey Palmer, you got the guy coming in from Juco, and you got, you know, a couple other guys. But – um, but then the you know you got Omar coming back and and, and Betts, but their personalities aren't that to police and motivate a whole room and and be tempo setters. Good players, but they're you know Alante's probably more of a tempo setter. Mm-hmm. And plus he fits into in a role like that. I mean he, he's got I mean he can do everything everybody else can do. Just because guys come here doesn't mean that just the guys that came here knew whether it's transfer portal or what are just automatically going to just take 100% of the reps. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's the thing that freshmen don't understand, guys that transfer in don't understand. Even though Nebraska obviously has been 3-9, and nine, it's not you're not going to show up here and act like and see uh, guys that can't play or don't want to play. It, it could be a, a matter of opportunity. It could be a matter of finally getting out of your own way. We just talked about Zion. You know, maybe a guy need to get a little bit bigger. Maybe he need to get a little bit leaner. Maybe he need to get in into the um, – playbook or he has a fresh playbook you know you talk about the sunday pancakes right um 
you know, you got a whole new offensive line coach. I'm assuming somewhat of a different blocking scheme from a little bit of what they said yesterday. So that brings everybody into comp- into the competition along with guys being injured and not being able to participate in spring ball, um, which is going to allow other guys to get even more reps. So then you're that doesn't mean that the guys that are hurt won't get a chance, but it gives you even more chance to prove yourself. Here's Here's where I think the discussion should go. How many guys – give me the list of some guys that, as you look at the roster, guys who pop up who you think could step up because they have all those things. Yeah, right? I mean, uh, oof. I mean, Lante Brown, uh, the three receivers that were young guys last year. Um, I don't know them all by hand. Uh, I know they got Hardy, uh, I think Lavelle, and there's another one, uh, Grimes. Um, and then you got, like, on just off – top of my head you know like a jamari butler outside linebacker um you could say raekwon buckley is it like an interior defensive lineman guys you never even you know never even got to play last year that could do something um oh, there's an offensive lineman from iowa big old dude um tough um he, he's i think he's number 59 he's a freshman last year him uh, i think it's henry something um Toski or something, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, him. Um, and then, so and then, you're the second person, yeah, who, who's mentioned Latoski. Oh yeah. What is it about him that makes him interesting? Well, one is the size. Um, two is the want to. Three is the attitude, and four is the coachability. And then obviously, I'm already just guaranteeing talent, right? Um, so that, and then um, you know, even like a guy's like a guy like Miles Farmer. I mean, yeah, you know who he is, but he's got to take a big step. You know, um, well, they need him. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's they what I'm need saying. him. So um, a guy like Miles Farmer, you could say, even Blaze Gunnerson. You know, like I said, him and Nash uh, having to just get thrown in there against Wisconsin after not playing, Blaze especially not playing at all, pretty much the whole season. Uh, but started to practice well probably four or five weeks before that and be a really f- big factor. And then Nash, you know, getting thrown in there against uh, Wisconsin and not blinking and then performing is, uh, one, you got to give credit to the the coaches, both Tuioti and, and Dawson, of getting having everybody ready. But then also you got to give the those two players, um, you know, their credit too is that they went in there and played well and didn't, you know, wasn't uh, like a an eyesore or – you know, we're not. They weren't checking, running towards you know Blaze or you know at Nash. So um, those are guys like that. I'm sure I'm missing you know some guys, but um, I mean even Thomas Fedoni. You know, like um, is he going to be able to make a big step and be a legitimate um, Big Ten you know tight end? And we're not talking about the NFL. We're talking about being a guy that's the number two tight end with and with and behind Vokalik, right? Can you be that guy needed to step up if? Say Volklik has a you know little ankle injury and we need to hold him out a week. Can you handle being that guy blocking and receiving? You know, and um, and then who you know behind that? You know, is Carney going to do something? You know what I mean? I mean, he, see, there are a bunch of guys that that like like that. Well, that, a, well the thing that is, we is, gave hype to coming in and then we just put him on the shelf. I mean, AJ Rollins, are you big enough and strong enough to do it? Um, Chris Hickman. Chris Hickman. Um, uh, the second what's the what's the, room, what's the what's the what's the guy at number eighty two that he was lighting people up on the goal line? Oh, Chancellor Chancellor Bru- Chancellor Sir Brewington. Chancellor Brewington. Sir Chancellor. Uh, I mean, he's going to do something. I mean, there's plenty of guys that can either step up and, and well, play. Chris Hickman. I'm wondering, and, like, and, where are these and, guys at? Mm-hmm. 
And, and well, I mean, it's the opportunity. I mean, look, you, Austin Allen is gone. All right, that's a big, big hole in practice reps and production. So it's there for the taking. Now you just got to step up and take it. There is no more excuses. You can't you can't go around and say I'm not getting a chance. First of all, we can't afford to keep Rico in the cupboard because we know we got known entities of J and DP. We don't have any known entities. So if 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 you're if you're a JUCO, if you're a, a walk on, or if you're a freshman, sophomore, or a guy that had been kind of fighting injuries for two years or you decide to get out of your own way and really get in the weight room and really want to be a factor, you're playing. So the opportunity is there. The talent's there. Now they just got to come together as a team, and that's the, you know, that's the hardest part. You know, it's just not just getting guys to you know, line up and run the plays. It's getting guys to understand why they're running the plays, who they're running the plays for, and why and how can they be as big a factor in a positive way in each and every play. Mm-hmm. Then you got to marry – you know, your offense, defense, and special teams together as far as from a conceptual standpoint and identity standpoint. Then you got to find guys that are going to replicate that as well, both from a coaching standpoint, both, you know, head, head position coaches and assistant coaches, then from your starters to your second string and your third string. It's got to be all, you know, married and all got like like uh, uniform. And so um, – a lot of stuff to work through is nothing that can't be done um and there's nothing that shouldn't be done it's going to take a lot of hard work the the answers are there you know the the way to do it is 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 known the it is easy i guess because you know right mm-hmm. um the biggest thing which is the hardest part is actually going out there and doing it and doing it every day yeah it's fine you know the first day of spring first week is great you know whatever but once you get in that second week and you know you come back after maybe like spring break and and um maybe you know you, you got to make sure you don't lose that edge and, but then you get into dog days, and then you know you got to find a way to when it's a big scrimmage or a, a practice is to show up every single day, not just the one play, right? Not just the, you know, I made a splash play. Uh, you know, it's got to be every single play, and it's not just necessarily about like a defense tackles for losses and all that. You got to go out there and make plays. Are you doing your job? Are you but doing do, but your ma- job? making plays though? Hmm? People, I mean, playmakers. Like yeah. people don't well, understand. I'm not talking about occupying space. It was like <laughs> make a play, like do like, something. Make, well, yeah, I mean that's simple. Do something, but making plays is. It could be as simple as if they're running a boss play, and boss boss for you people out there means back on strong safety or strong necessarily backer. Just kind of depends on what defense you're in. If you're if I'm an outside backer, I got to get either blow up the tight end or push him back enough. And say I make a football play and I rub off and, and get the fullback or the pulling guard or tackle. I mean that's making a play. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got to do. We got to get more of that. We got to get more of that on offense. Get a pancake and run down there and, and knock a DB's head off. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Uh, from the text line, uh, what's up, uh, John? John asked this question: Now that Nebraska has a special teams coach, do you think they will look for recruits who are just special teams players? Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I think they're definitely going to put emphasis on guys that are willing to um, play special teams and and maybe have guys ranked up there if you need another returner or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I'm surely um, they're going to look at it. I mean, look if I, if you're a DB or receiver in high school and you're not returning punts and you're and say you're that dude, I, I'm a, and you're not effective. Um, 
So I'm sure that they're, they're going to have a, a body type of looking at guys because, look, just because you're a four-star recruit doesn't mean that you won't be on special teams for three years until you play. Mm-hmm. You could come in as a four-star recruit and be behind a Jason Peter. That doesn't mean that you're not good. It's just Jason Peter's an All-American, one of the best defense tackles to play here. Or Well, that's different because he's a D lineman. But just say you're behind a Mike Brown or a Mike Minner yeah. or Eric Warfield. You know what I'm saying? You got to waste your, you gotta wait your time. And why would you want to just – just box yourself in and only play like 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 you're playing YMCA league. And, and remember when you used to play in the backyard, say I'm all time quarterback, so I'm all time defensive player, and everybody else is out there playing. I mean, it's still a football play. You're still actually out there getting something out of it that's going to help you play your position, and then also it's helping you do other things besides play your position and as you're adding to your skill set. So yeah, they'll probably look at the ability to play special teams, but I'm sure they're going to look at body types and be able to cover kicks, be able to block on a uh, kickoff return, who can, you know, be a gunner, you know, so they're looking at you as a whole athlete, you know, and, um, and how it's transferable because, you know, okay, everybody I'm sure in high school, is, you know, thinking they're going right from high school to start. I'm sure they, I'm sure they're thinking that these days reality is it's going to, you know, especially when they get, when they get here, right. When you get here and you <laughs> hey, see a minute, yeah. hey, hey. And you're seeing guys, you're seeing guys that are moving faster than you yeah. and bigger than you. So then you got to figure out how to catch up. So and they, they know where they're going. They know exactly where they're going. You see a 300 pounder moving as fast as that. You might need to take a year. Right. Yeah, right. And, and you got to learn that it's a physical game every single day. The mental um, power that it takes to play. You got to be mentally tough, probably more than physically tough, because you play football, you're generally tough, right? Mentally. Um, is probably the hardest thing to deal with because there you could probably go out in high school and kind of, you know, you were better there. Yeah, and you can kind of do your thing and turn it up when you want to. Now, yeah. if you ain't turned up, you're gonna get embarrassed. And so, um, you know, it's it's a challenge. I, look, I look at it as like an opportunity because, like, I always you tell a few guys like, there's only there's two ways that you back yourself in the corner or somebody backs you in the corner. You're gonna find out what you're made of. Either way, so you might as well make it something positive out. You got a tremendous amount of tremendous opportunity here to one cement yourself, and that what I mean by that is earn your your starting spot. Then two, that could you know can you go out and play well? That's obviously you know that's the first part. Earn your 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 reps, then go out and play, then double down on that because then you're playing well. But then as a team, it's a tremendous opportunity to turn it around. Now going three and nine to thirteen and zero. Probably not going to happen, but you can go three and nine to eight and four, nine and three, seven and five, and get to a bowl game and be that first kind of team that's kind of, you know, got the got the plane to take off. So, um, and there's a lot to be said for that as well, long term. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if they can grasp it both individually and and wholly as a group. Well, we'll throw it a break here. When we come back, I do want to stick with special teams because the question for me is: Can you? How much time should be spent? in spring camp on special teams. This is an opportunity for folks to move up and be noticed and make a statement. So how much opportunity will they get to do that at spring camp? So we'll have Jay Foreman break that down for us when we come back to Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.